Welcome to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Delahook. What we know about mental health is rapidly changing, and I help you stay up to date on the major paradigm shifts from dating to love to parenting. Get ready to learn about your body, regulate your nervous system, and improve your life and relationships with ease. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. This is Kendra Delahook. I am so happy you are here. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Roya, an online platform with courses to help you optimize your mental health by understanding your body and nervous system. Check out royawellness.com for resources and for more information about this episode. That's R-O-Y-A wellness.com. So let's get into today's episode, number 11. I want to go over a very simple tool that I personally love to use to help reduce anxiety and stress. I find this tool really, really fascinating because there is a lot of research behind why this tool is so effective. And I'll I'll talk about some of the studies that have been done, but first I want to introduce to you a concept called narrative therapy. So this is a type of therapy, or it's a technique that is taught in most graduate level psychology programs, and it really focuses on the idea that your life is really the narrative of what you tell yourself. To put it another way, the quality of your life depends on the narrative or the story and the details in that story of what you tell yourself. So it's not necessarily about what happens to you, the events you go through, the relationships you have, the success, the failures, the ups and downs. They say it's not about that. It's actually the story you tell yourself about those events. So there's a big difference there. And I think it's really important to talk about because again, this is very, very simple, but you can develop it into a very helpful habit to help bring down some of the anxiety and stress you feel in your life. I also want to say this episode, it could be very helpful to have a journal close by or even a laptop. You can do this online. Um, But I'm going to ask you some questions today. So if you have the time and the space, and obviously you're not driving or doing anything distracting, feel free to jot down your answers and kind of think about your own narrative and the narrative that you tell yourself. It's tricky because we may not even be aware of how intense our stories are until we kind of shine some light on them. It's like they're there, but no one's using a flashlight to bring them to life. And so hopefully this episode today is helpful and you just kind of get to know yourself better and get to know the way that you think and how you talk to yourself. It's such an important skill that I think we can really sharpen for a lifetime. This isn't just a one session strategy. So as always, be patient with yourself. Okay, 
Okay, so let's get into it. I want to first talk about a study that was done. And this neuroscientist had a few different groups and participants, but the really fascinating study was when there was two groups and both groups experienced the same stressor and had close to identical levels of stress or dysregulation after being exposed to the stressor. So obviously you can't control everything in these studies, but it was pretty darn controlled and they were able to see that both of them had similar levels of spikes of stress. What was interesting is both groups were asked to rate, you know, their their stress, their anxiety, and other levels that were markers of mental health before and after the stressor. And one group reported much lower levels of anxiety and stress than the other. And this was very interesting because they were both measuring similar stressors physiologically. So the researcher, you know, took this a step further and really wanted to understand what was happening here. And one of the groups was able to bring down their perceived level of stress just by what they were telling themselves was happening. So while one group experienced the stressor and thought it was pretty miserable, their self-talk and their narrative was, oh my God, can't believe this is happening. I'm miserable. Where's the research study worker working? I need to get out. I need to go home. My hands are sweating. And then the other group had thoughts such as, ooh, this is tough. My body's working hard. This is a great challenge. This is exciting. And just by what they were telling themselves, Their body was still stressed, but their perceived level of their stress was lower. So this was a huge finding, and there's been many studies that have been replicated about the power of what we code our body sensations and how we code them. The tricky thing about this is that a lot of thoughts are subconscious. We aren't aware of them. And so this does take some time to actually notice the way that we talk to ourselves and the way that we really construct the narrative of our life. So if you are following along with a journal or wanting to do some reflecting during this episode, I want you to take a minute and really think about the stories you tell yourself about your uncomfortable sensations. So this could be related to stress, to overwhelm, to anxiety. You can pause this now and just really reflect on how do I talk to myself about stressors? And some examples might be, oh no, not again, help, I'm scared, I can't do this. I feel terrible, I'm sick, my body is failing me, I can't trust my body, maybe it's I want to go home, I want out, I'm a bad mom, I'm a bad partner, bad spouse. So 
take some time and think about how you talk to yourself, the narrative you write when you don't feel well. So the first step is just awareness. And I always say, always say that vitamin A is the most important vitamin you can ever take. And simply just being aware because we can't change something we're not aware of. So after you're aware of the story and the narrative, the first thing you need to do to really rewrite how you talk to yourself is to change the lens and remember that anxiety and stress are your body's way of communicating with you. So feeling anxious and feeling stress, it's not a bad thing. It feels bad, but I want to challenge you to actually think of it as a good thing because it's communication. And once you remember that my body is just trying to speak to me here, then you can choose to respond and take action. But if you think that stress and anxiety is just punishment and just terrible and you just have to fight through it and it will pass, that's a whole nother situation. And I'm guessing that the narrative for these two scenarios, these two lenses are very, very different. So step one, change the lens, and you can just simply say to yourself in your mind, change the story and say, oh, this is my body speaking to me. Thank you for communicating. And I want to talk about a few scenarios of why you possibly could be anxious or stressed. And this is part of the rewriting process and changing the narrative. So one I'm scared and I need support. It's really, really a big one for a lot of us who have anxiety. Another possible option of why you're anxious on a particular day in a particular moment is there is just simply too much on my plate. I'm committed to too much. I'm outputting too much energy and my body's just letting me know that it's too much. Another option of why you might be feeling anxious one day is I need to process some feelings right now and possibly work through some trauma. So if we don't process feelings or experiences, they can get stuck in our body. And so if you are someone who experiences more chronic anxiety or chronic stress, this may be an indication that there is some trauma, there's some work to do, and this is when it's so helpful to work with a therapist. I think anytime that any feelings or uncomfortable states such as anxiety is long-term, that is a very strong signal from the body that there is something there that needs to be worked out because we are not created to stay in a state of anxiety or stress. Another option of why you're anxious is your body trying to say, hey, pay attention here. I might be overdoing it with working too much or socializing, committing to too many events, or possibly you're working out too hard. This just does not work for us, for our nervous system, for the way that we are built and wired. So as you can see, there are many, many scenarios of why we feel anxious. 
And as soon as you change the lens to remember that stress and anxiety is simply communication from your body, it will allow you to rewrite the story, to rewrite the narrative. So just to recap, step one is changing the lens and remembering that anxiety and stress are your body's way of communicating with you. And then step two is rewriting the story. And so this brings us back to why this, the study was so significant, because the participants were able to code and describe something that was uncomfortable as something helpful. So I, I'm going to share a few examples of how you can rewrite your story, but this is another area where you might want to pause um, before or after I share these examples and just think about how you can start to rewrite the narrative of your uncomfortable sensations. So for example, if you're someone with anxiety who, when you you feel anxious, your heart starts to beat really fast, or maybe you get flushed or sweaty hands, an old story might be, oh shit, I'm this is terrible. Here, it's happening again. I'm sweating. I feel uncomfortable. Ah, (laughs) there might be hundreds of thoughts that go through your mind in just a single minute. But a new way to code this might be, wow, my body is working extra hard to get me through this, whatever this is for you. So maybe This is another great area to pause and just feel the difference in narrative one versus narrative two. The, oh no, I can't believe this is happening. I have to stop it. Maybe I should go home versus, wow, my body is working extra hard to get me through this. One is filled with fear and tension and pressure and rushing The other is expansive. It reminds us that we're human, that our bodies are meant to experience stress and go up and down. Another example is if you feel doom or worry or anxiety about the future. This is where our thoughts can go crazy and really just feed us so many different narratives. And most of the time, they're not true, right? And this is also called future tripping of what can and might go bad in the future. Unfortunately, this causes so much anxiety. So if you are someone who tends to future trip, this is going to be a great practice for you. So step one, change the lens. Step two, rewrite the narrative. So if you are starting to feel worried about the future, The new narrative could be something like, I am feeling overwhelmed right now. My body is asking me to find safety and connection. Thank you, body, for this reminder. So again, you're not dismissing the worry because I'm sure it's, it's very valid, but it's making that very important shift from this anxiety is harming me And it's terrible to, this anxiety is simply a message trying to keep me safe and reminding me, reminding me that it's important that we feel good. We don't have to suffer. 
So thanking your body for the reminder is a great way to just bring that stress down and make your body feel safe, like you're a partnership. Another area to rewrite is around sadness or if you're feeling low energy or even depressed. And this is where our thoughts can be super sneaky and really, really negative. So rewriting the thoughts when you're down is also very important practice. So instead of, I'm lazy, I'm getting nothing done, I'm just a bad person, my business won't be successful, I'm not a good parent, whatever the negative thoughts are, instead, changing the lens, remembering that everything that our body gives us is helpful feedback, you can rewrite the narrative. Something like, thank you for forcing me to rest and recharge today. Or if you're, let's say you catch a cold, you're just feeling super tired, you're not getting anything done for work, instead of beating yourself up and saying being sick sucks, the new narrative could be, I am recharging my battery today. So notice how it's very subtle, but when we do this, it actually helps to our body and our brain to recognize safety then we feel less crappy. We feel more regulated. We feel safe. And we even give ourselves permission to rest, permission to choose connection or pleasure or joy or just a hug from the person we love. The last category I want to talk about is when you get anxiety or nerves or maybe even butterflies for something that should be fun or should be positive, this is where a lot of people can feel shame because it feels like they're the only ones who feel bad for this exciting or positive thing. So for example, social anxiety is a biggie. Feeling anxious about going to a party, maybe hosting an event, or even dating. There's so many areas where social anxiety can feel quite terrible And it's really frustrating because you really want to enjoy these things. So rewriting your narrative is very, very helpful in these situations. So for example, if you're feeling anxious before a party, your old narrative might be, oh my gosh, I don't fit in. I don't like what I'm wearing. People won't like me. Maybe I shouldn't go to the party. That can bring you down really quickly. So after changing the lens and remembering that anxiety is helpful and just communication, you could rewrite that narrative and say, wow, I am feeling extra energy throughout my body because my body wants me to be liked at this party. Thank you, body, for trying to keep me safe or thank you, body, for doing your best to keep me safe. That's all that's going on. Another positive event could be work-related or just related to other events, such as public speaking. So if your body's starting to, to amp up, the old narrative would be something like, I can't do this. I suck at public speaking. Why did I do this? They're going to think I'm weird. They're going to see me stressed. They're going to see me sweat. Can't relate to this one at all. But Here is where the power of rewriting the narrative is so helpful. So a possible new narrative is, 
I am so excited to give this talk. My heart can hardly stand it. And after you say that, maybe you could say it to yourself briefly, and it doesn't have to be related to a talk. It could be anything that you get anxiety for. And just notice how your body might shift. Your posture might get a little taller and straighter. You might actually feel slightly calmer and you feel excited, like you could work with your body to get through this, not against it. Another option of rewriting is thank you, heart, for beating so hard to help me perform at my best. This one's very helpful because I think a lot of social anxiety is related to performance. Okay, I gave you lots of options. So again, I would really encourage some journaling around how you talk to yourself and just bringing some light and some oxygen to the narratives that you're telling yourself about your life, your family, your situation, what's to come. And then be very clear and start to write down some new ways of talking to yourself, of writing the story of your life that won't drain your battery, but it will recharge it. Okay, as always, I love, love, love to hear from you. So check us out at roya.wellness on Instagram. Feel free to message me or just comment on the posts. And you can always sign up for the course, the Happy Nervous System course that teaches you the very basics and the foundations of your body and how your nervous system works and really how to live a better, more joyful, energized life. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next week.